What's good, people? It's your man, Animal Brown, for the On Deck TV podcast. Episode 258 is here. We are reviewing Travis Scott's Astro World and YG Stay Dangerous, all right? It's going to be dope, I promise. Hey, man, I'm watching these iTunes numbers, and I see 81 reviews. I'm loving that shit. Can we get to a hundo for the end of the year? Help us out, man. Leave us a comment and rate on iTunes. Get us to that big 100, all right? This episode is brought to you by Realville Media Group. You already knew that. Go to the website, realvillemedia.com. Check out all of the podcasts on the network. And when we say all the shows, we do mean all the shows. Start with your sports fix. Go to Full Sport Press, FSP, J-Hove, Big Jeff, not Coach Locke anymore, but Coach Brown was there this week. And we also got How Weezy over there doing a the producer thing. They did their wide receiver series. Also, Fresh for Dummies, brand new format. Same great stuff from Animal Brown and J-Hope. So go check that out. And a brand new ladies room podcast for those ladies out there. Check out everything on RealVilleMedia.com. We appreciate you listening. Business is another week in the books. It's the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. I'll let your boy Animal Brown, the Husky Vegan, aka Veggie mm. Jackson. Took it back to the beginning. Went back to the start. OG Veggie name. Jackson. You still a vegetarian? Absolutely. Oh, okay. You ain't no meat. W- waiting on you. No sir. Can't <laughs> do it. I've been eating less meat. Tough. Pause. Oh. <laughs> Whatever that's worth. What are you, are you preparing? Nah, nah, nah. I'm just. Just getting old, <laughs> have a hard time digesting everything. Once you get about my age, you'll under. Well, when people get about our age, they'll understand. That. No, I'm 28. I'm 28. Honey. You look 28. I know. Congratulations. That's a 28 year old hairline. <laughs> Tell that to the people. What you have on deck for the uh, for the weekend? Uh, as I mentioned beforehand, I'm old, so I was slow motion this weekend. I ain't do too much. I'm. I'm it's it's too hot. It's hot as fuck. It's hot. It's a heat wave, and I ain't trying to have nothing to do with it. Plus, it rained a lot this weekend, and it been raining a lot, so I was True. out of the way. What'd you have up? Um, and I ain't getting too much. I know what I didn't do. I didn't hit the movies like I wanted to. No movies? You ain't seen Equalizer yet? I haven't seen Equalizer. I haven't seen Blind Spotting. I haven't seen Mission Impossible. I may hit that Blind Spotting this weekend. I got a recommendation that said it was pill. Said it was fire. Yes. I might have to check. A recommendation out. that I trust. Mm. So I might have to fuck with it. Shout out mm. to Movie Pass. Milk that before it's dead. That's almost over. They almost out of there. I'm finna milk the shit out of it. <laughs> Shout out to the Movie Pass owners out there. That was your recommendation. Too. You Facts. recommended a shit company. They're gonna <laughs> fucking. They're going under. Your Shark Tank skills are nothing, dude. All uh, right, this is for the customers, dude. Man. Eat off that little seven ninety nine. It's over. You better get, get about three months. Off. Yeah, it's a, they said uh, they have, gonna have to take out another cash loan from the investors. I might go to the movie tomorrow, then. Yeah, you better. You better my get card all that movie pass stuff out of there. <laughs> um, no, back to this music shit, though. Hey, two big releases over the weekend, YG and Travis Scott. Stay dangerous, black man. Stay dangerous. Yeah, man. That and Astro World. We're going to get to those reviews in just a second. Mm-hmm. But first, let's get to these uh, topics, man. What we got? Uh, we're going to start with YG still, though. Stay dangerous, man. Yeah, man. People were hot at uh, the Madden video game. 
Uh, the video game giant, when people noticed that uh, there was a line missing from YG's Big Bank song, which is featured on the Madden soundtrack. Uh, Big Sean's verse, he mentions Colin Kaepernick's name, but they blanked it out on the Madden. Mm. Now, EA Sports, uh, the game's developers, apologized for the mistake, saying that since Cap can't legally be in the game as a player, they thought that the same rule applied to the music. Mm. Uh, so some people blank him out. Yeah, they just gonna, we just act like he went in the song. Okay. Uh, some people want to boycott the game, while YG said <laughs> the apology was solid and to keep it moving. Where do you fall on this? I agree with YG. I think the the apology was solid, and I think that we can keep it moving. And it's not just because I play Madden. It's not <laughs> that, that at all. But bias. If Madden expressed that they were given directive from the NFL as to we supposed to scratch everything from this game, then I could understand how they would think that falls under the song as well. They just covering their asses. Right. It's not their game. They licensed to use all of this information. So if they're going against their licensee, they could lose their whole shit. Yeah. That could ruin Madden. So they playing it safe rather than sorry, and then they backed up and they apologized when they found out they made a mistake. I do think this helped Colin Kaepernick case, though. He got the whole thing where he's saying the NFL trying to box him out and they colluding against him not to have a job. I'm sure when this comes up in court that they have something to do with this Madden, and this helped this case out. Because they're saying, hey, you told us, Madden on their hands, saying, hey, you told us NFL to box him out and not have any images or likeness on here. We were just doing what you said. And I'm sure he has a good lawyer, one good enough to use this information. Yeah, absolutely. Madden been a ritual for me for the last 20 years, mm. give or take. I might have missed one or two right. games. Um, so I, I'm, I'm with YG on this as well. Uh, no bias, though, but simply because I don't see the point in boycotting the game. And that, that doesn't mean that there isn't a point. I just don't see it. So if someone's out there that is boycotting the Madden because of this, Feel free to explain to me, Animal underscore Brown on Twitter, what point that that makes. And I'm super open to hearing it. I think the people that boycotting are probably coming from, we don't want to support anything that's going to make money for this. So if we don't buy it, it's going to be down in sales. And then what? They won't have the support and they'll stop making mad. And yeah, okay. Eventually and stop <laughs> playing football. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could, to All be right. honest, with the boycott in the NFL, I can understand more so. Because just in, and we're going to go sports for a little second here, just in reaction to everything that happened with Colin Kaepernick, the NFL handled themselves poorly. So I could see people boycotting it and not watching people talk about it and be so engulfed in it this season when you know what it stands for. Madden is just a game, though. Right. It's strategy, it's fellowship amongst people that you like and have fun with online, whatever it may be, whatever you use it for. But it's just a vehicle for it. So I don't know. Like you say, I wouldn't go so far as to boycott that, but I could do some NFL light this season, though. I will say the um, the CEO, I thought the formal, I thought the apology that was done online was legit. And I also like the fact that he called the artist on the song personally. Yeah, that's he, real. He called YG, he called Big Sean, and he called 2 Chains. That's respectable. Today, if you'd have mailed in the little bullshit press release apology, mm-hmm. then that would have been corny. But uh, he went out of his way. You know, to, to be like, uh, nah, that was my bad. It was probably a dude making 35000 that's over the fucking soundtrack shit that was like, uh, okay, he's right. not supposed to be in it. Then. Fine, man. Like, let that shit go. I, ca- I can't personally walk around that upset at shit like this. Yeah. That's not a high quality of life for me. <laughs> and, that's a, and that's a note to the NFL being out of touch with the fans in which they deal with. Like you said, he called 2 Chains. He called YG. Yep. He called... 
the people that had something to do with the song, meaning the CEO of what Madden, EA, EA Sports, yeah. because he deals with a younger demographic that play video games and understand how things like this are important. Yeah, like, facts. It can make or break your company, and the NFL doesn't understand that. That that they're at a crossroads as to where they're out of touch with their fans. Like if Goodell had reached out to Kaepernick and tried to find a solution as to what was going on, then maybe they would be in a better situation, and people would be like, "Hey, give them a break," like we're saying with Madden right now. But that didn't happen. That's a fact. That's our little mini sports rant for the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving on. Cash Money, Birdman, and Slim. Remember them? <laughs> uh, so Wayne may be gone, and Drake may have one foot out the door with Cash Money, but mm-hmm. that's not stopping them from making moves. Right. Uh, they just signed a bubbling South Florida rapper, Glock 9, to a record deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deal is supposedly be worth about $2 million. Uh, Are you surprised that they're still able to get artists to sign? No. I think the baby is probably the best, one of the best salesmen that we have in hip hop, especially when it comes to selling his brand. Meaning, if he sees a young artist is bubbling, NBA young boy, a young thug, rich homie Quan, bring him down to Miami, put him, him around, boat, put him on a boat for a couple of days, <laughs> Stunner Island. Yeah, you go to Stunner Island, you in the big boy house, free access to all the studios, the champagne, the drugs, the women is flowing. <laughs> And you introduce them to that and say, hey, this is what you will be dealing with when you deal with cash money. Yep. And to any young artist that's coming from a, 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 a being a starving artist, a struggling background per se, and I don't know what this guy had going on beforehand, but he wasn't Baby. Right. I do know that. So if you put all of that in front of him and Baby been doing this shit for 20 years and he know how to roll out the red carpet, I don't doubt that people are going to continue to sign with Baby. It don't matter what Drake say. It don't matter what Wayne say. It don't matter the court cases because Baby's still going to be able to write that check for a million dollars for this dude. Right. And he's still going to be able to write it for the next guy who got a couple hits and he want to take them hits and put them under cash money. And I don't see anything wrong with that. There are other people that do business that way that aren't Baby, that don't look like Baby, but they don't get as much flack as he does. Yeah, and I... First of all, congrats to the young guy. He's 18. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations to Glock 9. Hopefully, this is a positive, life-changing deal, you know, in a good way. Yeah. Um, up until this point, I had only heard of this cat from a Vlad interview, that whole controversy, mm. uh, where he said he didn't want a dark-skinned girl because he's dark-skinned, <laughs> and then they have dark-skinned kids, and he don't want the kid to be dark like him. I, I don't know. That's the only reason I knew him. Yeah. Uh, I checked out some of his music. He's pretty solid. He sound a whole lot like Kodak. Yeah. I'm talking about a whole lot yes. um, and, and I'm not surprised though Because he's upgrading his life Of course they'll get people to sign Right. Um, this deal could have been 200,000 200, Glock 9 like nigga where do I sign right. What are you talking about mm-hmm. I'm like where do I sign And I know the history But let's know that history always repeats itself And I don't think Birdman or Slim Have learned their lesson in terms of how they deal with artists And Yes, you'll be able to get people to sign, but are they talented enough to keep you afloat? Yeah. Do we think he's going to be the next Drake or Wayne? Like, I don't know. I doubt it. Those are superstars. You had superstars on your roster. And then that's the selling point the baby can say, though. He said, I'm, I, I, I had Drake. I had Wayne. I had Nikki. Those people came up under my tutelage. Now, you yeah. can say they, they are talented. Don't of take course. anything away from them, but still – I was the one behind all of that, and I could make you that. So that's enticing to any young kid. Especially growing up in that era where Wayne was king and then Drake following that up. Like, come on, man. Baby going to have pull for a long time. And honestly, I don't see anything wrong with it. Baby get a lot more flack than he should. And and there's other guys out there, like I say, that, that probably do a lot worse. 
Nah, they get fl- people get flack. First of all, hold on. Nobody's doing who they call their son like that. That's where it got a little fishy when they found out he was Robin Wayne. Rob, it's like, damn. Rob is a strong word. Nah, he was. To Rob, baby was business. Me. No way. <laughs> it was business. It was shady business. Yeah, okay. It is. <laughs> I'm not knocking that at all. I think for baby though, it, it, and I, I ain't caping for him at all. Clearly, you are. But you can't. Re, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And if he was came up, if he came up knowing the business one way, he not gonna change just because people say that. Hey, hey, you're doing me wrong. This is not how people do business anymore. But guess what? I've been doing business like this for thirty years. My light's still on. The jury's still shining. I'm still <laughs> signing new artists. So you can say what you want, but I'm still getting the bills paid. Are you signing Wayne Drake and Nicki though? When they walk out the door, I don't, I don't give a know fuck what, who you got on there. I don't deck. know what Glock 9 and Jacquees going to be. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Glock 9 and Jacquees going to be. And, and City Girls seem like they would have been a cash money act. I can see that. Wrong right, yeah. I can see I that. I feel like they would have been strong and old cash money, but they did the right thing with QC. That's a fact. I also saw that he signed a cat from the West Coast named Savvy Third. Mm. Uh, mm. He's got Games Manager, this Savvy Third cat. That's the what? He's he, got, He's got game manager. Oh, Savvy Third and game manager. They got the same manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's my Dude man? be knocking people out. Exactly. Him. I don't know his name. Whack 100. Whack, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the same manager. So Cash Money signed him mm-hmm. as well. Again, you can sign all these people, man. Like, they, look, signing people has never been a problem. Yeah. Well, they've had Gutter and, and Twist and uh, Bow Wow, and they've signed yeah. motherfuckers for days. Tiger. Get them taxes <laughs> looking right. That's all that was. <laughs> hey, all man. them Wayne checks came in. Like, yeah, they but, don't look as heavy as they do when you sign an ease motherfucker. From baby perspective, though, hey, business still business is business, baby. It's still flowing. Business is flowing. Shout I mean, out to the he's looking at it. The young guy and he's left handed. He signed Shout a deal. Out to the lefties out here in the world, man. That's what I. That's what I said, man. We run the world. Um. All right. Next up to another deal. People signing deals out here, man. Young me one. Young Lele. Uh the eleven uh, year old Lele. She signed to Empire Records. Okay. And being the eleven year old uh girl that she is makes her the youngest female rapper to sign a major record deal. Ooh. Congrats to her. Would you, Spike Lou, want mm. your eleven year old daughter to sign a rap deal? That's rough right there. <laughs> and I'm not going to try and shy my daughter away from her talents if she were to have that or if I would have a daughter. So I got to be the, the, the dadager. I got to be there <laughs> until I feel like she can handle her own. Ain't no tours. Ain't none of that bow wow shit where she going out with rappers. Like, nah, she ain't hanging with Nikki. Yeah, she ain't hanging with That's Cardi. That's a multi-platinum she rapper. She ain't hanging with Cardi. Uh-huh. She ain't hanging with Lauren Hill. <laughs> we doing this rap shit. We gonna do our work in the booth, and we gonna go home until she get about eighteen. So yeah, I would let it be. I would let it happen, especially if it's something that she love to do. This chick with a little girl, she's eleven year old. Her Freestyle Fridays took off on Instagram. Yep. She was doing her thing on there. A lot of people got wind of it. So yep. I definitely don't want to deny if I was a parent the talent that she had. So I would let her get in the rap game, but I would see as many avenues as I could that she could eat off this. We ain't trying to be no uh, MC. We ain't trying to be no, like, the next big artist. 
How many chicks can we get from writing these songs? TV shows need bars? Here you go. Oh, Madden need a song? Oh, here you go. You need one for this commercial? Here you go. I would stretch it thin from 11 to 15 and get out of the game and make as much money as I could as opposed to trying to make a career out of it. So I would let her do it, but I wouldn't want to make a long thing out of it. Man, I, you? I saw a video of her rapping at five years old. Oh, she, been, she, she born for this. This is the American dream, dude. Make a career out of something that you would do for free. Mm. So I, I wouldn't block her from that at all. Now, we all know the business can be cutthroat. You could be here today, going tomorrow. Right. And even grown adults are struggling with fame. So for an 11-year-old, like, this shit could be complete mind-blowing shit. Mm. But with that being said, I'd let her. You let her. As well. It'd be hella restrictions, though. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm listening. I'm everywhere. <laughs> hella restrictions. I'm there. I'm everywhere. The performances, the Ellen show, like, I'm there. <laughs> right backstage. <laughs> Just like Wax and Charlemagne, I'm I'm there. I'm yeah. everywhere that she gonna be because not that I think that I didn't raise her right and she couldn't handle herself, but I don't want people preying on my daughter like that, especially if it's just like she just going in off her talent, right? right. This ain't nothing that necessary. What she been doing since she was five, so she did sign up for it clearly. But I'm not gonna let the the, the game manipulate her at all. So I'm gonna be right there and, and try to talk her through as much as I could, even hire some people. I let her do that before I let her play Fortnite for a living. <laughs> I promise you that people getting paid playing Fortnite. Fortnite. Hey man, there gonna be some weird people. <laughs> think about you. Think about you make millions playing Fortnite before you're 19. That's wild. You gonna be a weirdo. Yeah, that's a fact. <sighs> but I, but also Rough though, trade off right though. You, but see, here's the thing: you got a blueprint from kid from past experiences of kid celebrities. That's true. So you know you can kind of pinpoint but where people might have went wrong. Rapper, that's true. First time this happened. But still, you can point out where. It, it, it is a first First time it's happened You know what I'm saying Like It's, it's different challenges female, For a female And it's harder for a female You had a caddy stuff Going on with other rappers Like even right yeah. now the, the, the rapper that we're about to play uh, Dream Doll yeah. And Cash Doll are beefing Okay. Over the doll name Obviously Like it, it's crazy With females And how they uh, In the rap game As far as how they Interact with each other And how they don't Come together Yeah it can only more. be one Yeah it can only be one Of a certain lane so Yeah That's what I was saying Um, I, I will say Just learning from What has happened To other people Like Bow Wow On Suicide Watch As we speak so like I know I live in his best life, man. <laughs> Nigga lying to us. I don't believe it. Man, you see the joke? They went in on him when he took the yeah, picture. He do, dude. Like even even when he troll, he can't do right, man. <laughs> you know, I, ain't. I will say this though, and I, I've said this on the show before. There is a wide open lane for a young little preteen yeah, rapper female though. Rapper. No, no, just a preteen rapper, male or female, because we ain't had one in the twenty tens. Mm. Like we like we get one every decade. We had Criss Cross was in the 90s. Right. Bow Wow, wow. and Romeo was in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And 2010s has been quiet. Like, we need a preteen rapper. It's wide. Like, Jermaine Dupri should have been all over this. Hot of him. I don't think nobody buying that no more, though. Shit. Life's just like a boy band. You ain't going to see no boy band in 2018 either, though. Right? We ain't seen no boy band since, what, NSYNC? Nah, it's got to be. A, it's it's got to be. I know once well, this was big. When making a band, yeah, that was. A, are we counting that as a boy band? No. <laughs> That ain't even a rap group. <laughs> was day twenty six or oh. day twenty six? Nah. That first day twenty six was banging. Two R B on Sundays only. I don't believe it. That was banging. I have no idea. It's got to be a boy. Nah, it was pretty Ricky. That's, that was a boy band. B two K. All of B two K. Ah yeah, B two K. Hit. I just said history repeats itself with that Cash Money deal and shit. It's the same thing with so music. You think dude. We got a B two K, a Pretty Ricky coming, and a Bow Wow too. Yes. Mm. Watch. 
QC gonna have it if it come out. Nah, we don't. We don't. We don't want them on QC though. I'm, I'm here for it. Would you, would these same rules apply if this was an 11 year old dude? Would you still be like, man? I'm, I'm in their back pocket. We going every. Would you still be like it? Nah, you're damn lie. Nah, well, not as long. So he could be drugged out. Well, you're right. I ain't right. gonna do it. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna ass. do it as long. <laughs> with my with my uh, little girl, I feel like I will have to be around a little bit longer just because you're gonna be a protective dad with your son. She's you gonna feel, mature faster though. That's true. Let's be honest. But with your son, you're still gonna feel like I got this. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> face tats at twelve and shit, <laughs> beating him through the flow. <laughs> Woo. Man, that's gonna be a ass whooping he never seen. He thought that face tattoo hurt. It's gonna be on site. If I seen it somewhere, like on a video or like an interview or anything, I'm just spraying it on him as soon as I see him. All right, Adrian no Peterson. It don't matter. They can lock me up. Let's go with my son. I knew oh, not shit. to get that face tattoo. Oh, all right, man. Before we get to this music break, Jeezy, your man, Snowman, got a new Jeezy documentary it's in the works. Just started production on it. It's about six years too late, but go ahead. <laughs> it will chronicle the snowman's rise through the rap rankings. Uh, now, the documentary is directed by Mandon Lovett, who is best known for his direction of the Field series, uh, Miami and Chicago. The what? The Field. You don't remember them on World Style? The uh-huh. documentaries were hard. Oh, when it was going out in different neighborhoods Tough. and stuff? Oh, okay, I do remember that. Uh, my question is, which active rapper needs a documentary showing their rise? If I had to pick an active rapper right now, I would go the younger generation just because I would like to know more about them. So if I had to pick somebody, I'm going Lil Baby or a Kodak, mm. or a Kodak Black. I would want to know how they dealing with... Have they lived enough? Yeah, I, I want to know that, though. I want to, yeah. Or even an NBA young boy. Like okay. how they dealing with becoming this famous, especially in this new age stream, and they so popular, they everywhere. These people got like a million Instagram followers. Not so much anybody that's a vet in the game. Like, I ain't really looking forward for them to drop jewels, though. That would be great. We know their story, too. Right, we know their stories. I love to see, like, a young cat do it. Like, one of those guys that I named. So you can see how they operate, who they deal with, how they're dealing with fame, how they're dealing with having so much money, being so popular, and even their perspectives on it. Getting to hear them talk a little bit on the vlog and following them around, how they act towards their friends and shit like that. I think that would be interesting. It lets you buy in to their music a little bit more. I need that backstory from some of these young cats uh, that I like too. Who yeah, you got? That's a fact. And I would, I, would, I would go young too, but it, it's kind of weird because they're documenting their lives every day on IG. That's true. So it's all it's almost like slick. We already seeing a documentary in progress with a lot of these cats. Yeah, but I don't follow Michael. I don't follow Lil <laughs> Baby. I don't follow Kodak. I can't do it. They post too much for me. But I, I would go young and I would go with a rapper who's I, I would want to go with okay, you remember when uh True Detective came out. Yep. Season one, it was mm-hmm. Piff. Mm-hmm. But what was part of it was because where they was at. Like yeah. the swamps and like like the location was right. also like a character in the show. Like Ozark. Like Ozark, right. exactly. So I would go with a rapper who's from a location that would also serve as a character. And, mm. and for that reason, I go G Herbo. Because mm, um, they wild in Chicago That's to this good. day. Like, That's I don't good. know what going on in Chicago. Yeah. The weekend that, was crazy. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think that would be a great one because you get a perspective of. And, and it, it, it's not so demonized. Right. It's not so, oh, 66 people got killed this weekend. And you're thinking, like, man, it's the wild, wild west. Yeah, it's just numbers. Right, those are numbers. And I'm not sure what they where they come from or how they were generated. But I'd love to hear the perspective of a G Herbo or, or uh, what's the kid name, Vic Mensa. Yeah, right, right. Now, I, uh, see, I got to be specific to G Herbo, though. Only what about the reason I say this, well, or Bibby. Okay. 
reason I say this is because a lot of people don't know that dude named like his first like three or four projects after his friends that had got murdered. Right. So like when you start and, and he's so young, like to to be to experience three lifetimes worth of shit before you can drink, wow. like that, like seeing that story and understanding that, and then getting it from someone who can explain it. Yeah. And, and not glorify it. I think people need to see a real story behind it, and being a teenager living that life and kind of understanding the vantage point of where it come from, and for someone to keep their head on straight and do this music shit, and who got like OGs around them pointing them in the right direction. I, I just feel like that story would go good, and it would be current, and it would make sense. Like you said, the Jeezy's a couple years too late. I don't read the BMF book. I don't watch the BMF documentary. I've listened to Jeezy interviews over the years. Like you, you can piece together, but and they're gonna tell me that I don't know. And even with that, what about a? And this ain't me taking anything away from him. I love Jeezy, one of my favorite artists. But what about a twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four-year-old kid want to sit down and watch a Jeezy documentary? I mean, it might not be for them though. It might not be for no, them. No, no, you're making content for everybody. I'm just saying it may not be for them, but still what's going to grab them to watch it? It's like I heard Jay Hove saying on FSP, uh, his nephew asked him what the album of the year was. He said Nas. His nephew was like, who is Nas? True. So It ain't for him? Then, bro. But, but listen, no, no, no. Everything ain't for everybody, bro. You're not making shit. Okay, but then you, call, you get called washed if you don't know the new... G Herbo or new Kodak Black or like somebody just said something else about Facebook. We laughed off Kodak Black because he's in jail right now, not able to capitalize off making twenty things a show or off being the, the top ten streamed artist. And right. he didn't know why we thought that was funny. That's funny because he's sitting in jail. Right, right, right. So I say that to say everything ain't for everybody, but still you make it with an intention that people are going to consume it. So I'm saying why would youngsters consume the Jeezy narrative? And I'm not saying that because it, it, it ain't one that needs to be consumed. I'm just saying he's not out here enough for people to care. Like even with the Instagram and the stuff that you, you're you talking about, like he don't do it enough. Like if applies documentary kids will watch that just because they're familiar with him on Instagram. He was on Drake New Album. So that's all I'm saying. Why would Jeezy someone, don't do enough for people to care? Why would someone of our generation want to watch a little baby documentary, bro? Because I care, though. Like you, you said, personally. I personally care because I see it and I'm wondering how he came up from not wanting to rap on Breakfast Club a year ago to being one of the most popular young rappers and how he deals with it. Right. Yeah. So even with Jeezy, you can throw a narrative out there for a young kid and say, hey, this is a guy who really did what he said and started the trap rap stuff. And one of the realest rappers of the last generation, they still going to be like, so, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they may, but that's not on. That's not Jeezy's fault. That's I think it is. That's me being 18 and just not caring about somebody older than me. I mean, that's just how it be. And then five years from now, somebody I'll get I'll have different ears and I'll listen to it and be like, damn, I see what I was missing. I think it's just a lack of him putting the story out there. Because it, when we were young, I cared that's what he's about, doing with this documentary. I cared about Big Meech and I cared about Larry Hoover and Frank Lucas and all of that shit. Though that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but kids don't give a shit about that. Like that, we came up caring about gangster shit, but all kids. <laughs> Don't give a fuck about that no more. I, it ain't even got to be listen gangster. To Kyle. I'm just saying a narrative in general <laughs> for Jeezy. It ain't even got to be gangster, just the hustling part of it. Ah, okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't think that he does enough for people to kill. And that's why I like this documentary. I would rather see people who doing a lot for people to kill. And for the record, I'm not, I wasn't la- I'm not laughing at Kodak Black being locked up, though. I want to make yeah, that clear, and though. That's what, exactly. We weren't laughing at that part of it. It was just that he was fumbling the opportunity. That's some sloth. 
Yes. Um, song break coming up, man. Aforementioned Dream Doll. I don't know who this is. You don't know Young Dream Doll. Never heard hey, of her, man. No, I have heard of Cash Doll though. This so Dream Doll. Who came first? Which doll know. came first? I do not know. The Dollies out there, I guess, is what the fan base is called. Let That'd us know. That'll be hard. The this, Dollies. Yeah, this might need to run with that. Uh, this one's called Pull Up. Let's see what this hitting on. You. Told y'all to pull up Pull up with the stick How you feel about that? Sound like a Dream Doll song That was like what I expected From a Dream Doll song From somebody named Dream Doll Tough That was about it That was it Right there (laughs) (laughs) Now that went bad I ain't mad at the Dream Doll supporters though That song was cool though Um, She was on Love and Hip Hop Ah okay Yeah yeah she fuck with the buddy DJ Self is her Man or boss manager? Yeah, who knows? Boyfriend. Label head? Who knows? But yeah. side dude? I, we don't know. Um, but I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad at that song. Shout out to Brooklyn. Um, she's from the Bronx. Oh, she is. Tough. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I, I don't she know. From the Bronx. Shout out to just New York as a whole. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, she's one of many dolls. We got Asian doll. There's an Asian doll. Yeah, there's a cash doll. Is she Asian? No, she's not Asian. Uh uh-uh. uh. Wow. Um, who else? Cuban doll got a Cuban doll too. Hmm. So the dolls are out in full effect. Is that the new Lil? I did clearly the new Young. I'm fucking with Cash Doll. I'm a part of her campaign. Shout out Detroit though. Yeah, she she ripping. Um, all right, man. It's time to get to this music review shit. All right, we've got Travis Scott, Astro World, and we've got YG, Stay Dangerous. These are all their third albums. Hmm. Um, so it's the junior year in the rap game, so to speak. It is. I guess we can get to uh. Well, you you want to do YG? Stay dangerous, black man. Yeah, you too. You too excited right now? So we're gonna get to that YG. Stay dangerous out here. Um, talk to me, man. Tell me about the expectations and your initial thoughts with this. Stay dangerous. Well, I expected this to be a dangerous album. YG's been dressing the part, so I expected this to be one hundred percent YG. I feel like three albums in. YG was at a place, especially being successful on his first two albums, where he could kind of do him. And three, four songs into the album, I could tell that he was doing him. This is for his homies and his hood, all the bloods and everybody that's throwing up the bees. That's what this is for. But I'm not mad at at YG for this album. It's kind of like I said, what I expected. The first two albums, though, they were good. They were more studio YG. They weren't fresh off the block YG. They weren't the mold or the dangerous mindset in which YG is in now. So listening to this album with that expectation going into it, I was satisfied. I expected fully what I got. What about you? Man, I had pretty fairly high expectations just because I enjoyed the first two albums. Okay, I enjoyed the debut album a lot more than I thought I would because I really didn't know too much about them. Um, 
So that and, and that caught me off guard along with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Some people call that album a classic. That like, first one? Yeah, my crazy life. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. But um I enjoyed the second one too, still brazy. I like that. Yeah. So he came in two for two. Then I like the singles, the Big Bank, you know, the with the whole Madden controversy. I thought that song was tough. And a song with ASAP leading up the the week of the album. I was like, okay, it's it's a cool little song. Yeah, the video was hard. Yeah, the video yeah, the video was tough. Um, now my initial thoughts when I first heard this though to be one hundred percent, I thought this album was some slob, bro. Mm. Like it's some slob, dude. Some it, slob because it has zero. Re- when I finished this, mm-hmm. there was nothing like man. Let me run back to number four. Let me run back to that number eight. <laughs> there, there, like there was nothing to run back, dude. It, to me, it was boring. It had no replay value. I wish he used the, the same imagination that he used with his outfits. Mm. I wish he would have used with this <laughs> album, dude. Like where's the where's the storylines? Where's the like the first album? The first two what made them dope is that he was telling the story. It was like a little theme to it. Yeah, I feel like that was more label. I don't feel like that's why that shit was hard. Nah, he, he do that on those mixtapes too, though. He, he do that on those mixtapes. Yeah, that's I, I, I think the same A and R may have been over all of it. Well, he need to rehire that A and R. I don't think that's YG though, and I don't think YG has to do that anymore at this stage in his career. And he's flexing right now. Now, I'm not saying that this is a great project. I'm saying <laughs> that it it, it, it it was fully what I expected. And like I said, with that being said, like. You mentioned his dress. You can tell by how he carrying himself out right now. Like he not going to Dev Jam with a, a a Dev Jam friendly album. I probably he probably had to fight to put this out because it's Cause so it's West good. Coast. No, it's so West Coast. All of his shit's so West like, Coast. Bro. It's no, nah, but it's a real fine like blood mob neighborhood in particular West Coast. The shit was called Still Brazy, dude. The first shit was crazy with a K. Like, all of this has had that same theme. He, Bick and Back being bull? Like, come on, Yeah, dude. I ain't talking about that theme. I'm talking about more so direct into his life. The other stuff was more consumable for people who wanted, like you said, you didn't know him. Those right. first two albums help you get to know YG. On this album, he doesn't care if you know him. He don't care if you understand what he got going on right now. He just wants you to stay dangerous. And these are stay dangerous tracks. These are predictable tracks. Mm. Like, like even even the songs that are halfway decent, mm-hmm. they're just not good. They're, like they're not all the way put together. Like where is the direct? Like you can tell that there was nobody standing over his shoulder. Like maybe a Jeezy with the first album mm-hmm. that was like, nah, nah, nah. Make this the intro. Put this here. Add this here. Take that off. Put this one instead. Like no, I feel like nobody was calling the plays on this one. Mm. And you talking about the first two albums was Dev Jam, uh, YG. This nigga just had a fashion show. Yeah. It, which YG is that? That's not Dev. That's the real YG. Like stop, bro. No, I'm not talking about a real <laughs> and a fake YG. I'm talking about him doing what he wants to do. So you just said someone standing over here, and like, okay, this is the intro. Okay, this is what calling plays. If he did that for first two albums, and now he's in a position where he doesn't want to do that. All right, I had the tutelage before you taught me, and it was cool. I don't want to do that anymore. Is what it sounds like he's doing here. And even with the um, fashion show, that's YG. Like people were trying to compare that. Well, I read an article. They were comparing it to Kanye West. It's like absolutely, that didn't Kanye remind West. me of Kanye at all. Shit. Like the Hyped up pants, like all of that stuff to me with the neighborhood back there, like that's YG. That's what I think of when I think of YG when it comes to this album. And even when it comes to that fashion show, I feel like that he's a dude that feel like I'm from this hood and I can make this shit popular and I can make it pop without doing what y'all have to say. I need to do like my album don't have to sound like my crazy life or it don't have to sound like the second album my clothes don't have to look like Kanye West clothes but I still have a big enough following and I'm still true enough to me 
where people gonna fuck with it. I feel like that's the direction that he's going in. I think you so. Mean. That's what I mean when I say it's not Def Jam YG. Def Jam called the plays a lot, like you said, with those first two albums. I don't feel like there was an offensive coordinator calling these plays. You could tell YG. Man, he, and that's he, what he wants to do. You 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 know what happens when the offensive coordinator is the head coach and he's the quarterback and he, no bro, depending it's on too how many. Depend on how talented he is. This, YG he betting on himself. This I'm is not worse mad album. At that. <sighs> Easy. It's not even close. I'm not mad at the album. Like I said, he's betting on himself, and I like the fact that he's betting on himself, and he don't have to go down the lane where, hey, what you think my intro should be? Shit, this is my uh, intro because this is what I say. There's nothing wrong with having be. a coach. No, no one said there's anything wrong with it, but some people don't want to stay in a box all the time. He wants to experiment more, and there's nothing wrong with experimentation. Like you have to follow your face sometimes. So if it comes out that he has to do an album like this. To want to get back in that box more and, and get a little bit more coaching, I ain't mad at that either. But I, I feel like he grew some as an artist. I definitely seen growth with this, and I seen growth with the fashion show. So that is YG to me. And for the record, the, the fashion show was obviously Kanye West influenced, That's not you by the style. Fan, do you think no, 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 Kanye West? You just influenced. said you read it somewhere. I didn't write that. Yeah, but <laughs> I didn't write that article you that you read it from. But that person who? that wrote it wasn't too far off from you in the whole Kanye Yeezus season thing. And I think it, just because he's a dude that rap, I, I can't compare it to Kanye. To me, but you can go yeah, ahead you, and tell me why you think it is. You're looking at the style of the clothes. Like, I'm not even not talking, talking about, about the whole that. setup. Like, I've never seen Kanye with Chicago as a backdrop. That's different, though. That, that, see, he put. Exactly. No, listen, listen. He put a YG spin on nah, something that Kanye not, not did. Not every rapper that does a fashion show is biting off Kanye, though. Who did a fashion show before Ye? What rapper did a fashion show walking down the aisle oh. like they do in Paris and Milan? Ye might have made it big, but I, I'm That's not That's all gonna, I'm saying. Just because he did that and made it big, every rapper that has a fashion show after him is not biting off of Kanye West, though. That's all I'm There's saying. There's nothing wrong with that, though. That's I'm not my saying point. it is. I just don't take that from it. Like you the should. complex person was stretching when they said it, you're reaching when you said just because YG did a fashion show, he's like, I want to do clothes. That wasn't an inspiration of Yeezy because no. Kanye West wasn't the first person to do clothes. Oh, do, no, we didn't say doing clothes. Well, we said shows. doing a fashion show as a rapper with yeah. clothes. Okay. That wasn't done before Kanye West. It's a smart idea, though. Of course. Like a smart idea not going to stop with Kanye West just because he did it first. Listen, no idea is original, so I'm not mad at YG, but niggas need to recognize <sighs> the influence that Kanye had on that. Without Kanye doing his, this doesn't happen. Believe I that I don't think so Where does he get the idea from bro There's nothing wrong With being influenced There's, I mean exactly. but You're making it seem like It's a bad thing No no like, no Whoa. I just No I'm saying I don't see the I don't see the, the correlation There has like to be a precedence saying. dude YG is not known For his clothes bro I just don't see the correlation I'm not saying it's a bad thing If he was inspired If he came out and said Hey Kanye West Yeezy season And all of that stuff no, Is he don't the have reason to say why it. I did this to me <laughs> He don't have to, but without him. him doing it, I don't see it. You may, I don't. <laughs> it, bro, you still think that fashion show goes down like that if yeah, Ye never does his? Like, come yeah. on, bro. <laughs> Stop. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's I, like I saying can't. Ye would have done his like that if that well, shit like didn't happen in Milan. nobody's going to make sneakers if Jordan don't make them. No, that's not like saying that at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, Sports players it. had sneakers before Jordan. Dr. J had them. Jordan was the first one to throw that brand, that logo thing on us. Okay, nobody put a logo no, on No, Nike was the first to do that. Jordan was the first one to have a specific one. <laughs> 
what, they didn't have weapons and shit. But that's what I'm saying. It's a play on what Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and Dr. J did before. That's all I'm saying. It's the same thing. He just did it and put his spin on it. Yes, you got LA in the background and it's dudes instead of gal. Like, that's fine. I get it. Mm-hmm. Put your YG spin on it. Nobody's knocking you. But when people talk of that yay influence, don't act blind and act like you don't see this right here in front see, of your face, dude. I don't see it. You may <laughs> see it as more because you're more of a yay fan. No, because I'm, I'm, fashion, a, I'm so awake. I just don't see it, though. Like, I can't, I can't say that everybody that does a fashion show got this idea from Kanye West. I just can't. A rapper. It. I can't do that. That's not that don't make sense to me. Who did it before Ye? That's all I want to know. I have That's no it. idea. Crickets. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it doesn't make sense to me that everybody that does a fashion show from this point on I didn't say by, everybody, I'm just on my YG. I don't think so. <laughs> I just think it was two totally different things. Yeah. So. They're two two totally different fashion shows. That's two totally different things. When YG does it and when Kanye West does it. What that, your, that's the holy point. My highlights. Yes, what please. stood out to me on this album was the last song. That was the dopest song on there. I like the little sample thing that he did and the Bompton's fine and talking to his dead homeboy. Uh or the guy that was cool with him, game and all the rest of the guys. Right. Bompton's fine was probably the dopest song. That was one that I felt like I could repeat. I listened to that like two or three times before I cut the album off. Other than that, I like the song with NBA Youngboy. Uh, that's my guy, so it was pretty good. Boy, I mean, the beats are rough. It's some rough West Coast beats. I'm not really into the the West Coasty beats. Yeah, it's just not your cup of tea. Like when I'm doing it that way. So I, I, I liked it for what it was, and if I had to pick a song that stood out, it would be that Bompton's Finest. What'd you have? Um, my highlights were Bombless Finest is obviously the best song on there. The reason it's the best song on there because it's the most authentic original song. We've heard one through fourteen twenty thousand times from dude. The most original song, the most vulnerable song, Bomb Town Finest, everybody can relate to that. Even he still put his spin on the title with Bomb Town being from Compton and all that good shit. He can still rep what he from and put his sauce on it, but give us something real. He tried it with Deeper Than Rap too. He tried to go on some real shit with that. It didn't really work. The song didn't come out that good to me. Um, I, I like the song with Young Boy, I guess. That, that, that's cool. I'll also say another highlight was, was Mustard's versatility. He tried to step out and do different style yeah, beats. It wasn't the same ding, ding, dong, mustard. I yeah, it wasn't 100%. the same tempo. Everybody was on mustard for using that mustard tempo. He stepped out. He did uh, 10 times. He did Can't Get In Canada. He did, a, he did Big Bank. He did a couple joints on here. They don't always work, but shit, I, ain't, I can't be mad at him for stepping out of his comfort zone. Um, if I had to go low lights, um, no storytelling, uh, no, no real direction, you can tell. It's, shit, it's just kind of bland to me, man. Like, uh, Nothing stands out other than the last song. My low life would be it, it wasn't as a personable album as you probably wanted to be. It was more so dangerous and more so this is what I want y'all to see me as a new rebranded YG. And I think it was too much focus on that as opposed to telling the story. But I'm not mad at him not telling the story. This You, you won't listen to this album. You'll forget about this no bullshit by Thursday. I promise. Like, you, you really just go ahead and delete it off your shit just to save some space. I'm fucking with that bomb town's fine. That's safe. That song bad though. And yeah. then you'll be tired of that by Saturday. No, I'm just gonna add to my playlist. <laughs> I'm gonna add that to one of my playlists. And I also I revisited that first one. They was calling it a classic in the rap check. Guy, we got to slow down. Just, just hold, let's hold your horses on that. It I doesn't age as that. well as people may have thought. People said it was a more real version of Good Kid, Mad City. That was the. Cons- That's that was fine. The, uh, the they also call it a classic. Uh-huh. Chip, pump 
the brakes on the lowrider 6-4. I ain't listened to that in a long time. I mean, I, I had to run it back, and I was like, mm, does it hold up like I thought it would? Is this like 13, 12 songs, right? It ain't, it ain't a long like album, is it? No. He has the skits on there like Kendrick, right? He got the skits on there, but that's, that's what pulls it together. That's called cohesiveness. I may have to double back. Um, All right, man, enough of that. Let's get to Travis Scott taking to Houston. Yeah, right, right, right. Let's get to the main course out here in these streets. Travis Scott, Astro World, his third album. Uh, where were you coming into this, your initial expectations? I had no expectations because I've never sit down with a Travis Scott album. So I, I wasn't going into this like it should sound like this. So I'm expecting them to sound like uh, another rapper because he wrote for him. Like I was just like, okay, it's Travis Scott. People say he's dope. I've heard songs that are dope, so let me check them out. And I was thoroughly surprised. Uh, Travis Scott is the best at setting that tempo for his album where it's like a playlist. He got different mm. songs with different moods as to where you don't have to touch the CD. And I didn't know that going into it, but he, he makes mood music to steal from like a Joe Buttons or something like that. Sure. But he makes a, a CD as to where you can put that in if you're getting ready to go out for the night or if you're sitting there chilling, whatever it may be, but you don't have to touch it. So I was very yep. surprised by that. And my takeaways, like I said, I didn't go into anything because it's my first Travis Scott album, but I was very pleased with it. What you think? Yeah, I'm, I've, I've heard the first two in a couple of mixtapes when he was coming out. I haven't paid super close attention, but I have listened. Um... I already I knew his production is his production been top notch since day one since his mixtape days. Um, his production has been dope. He's a little more style over substance. Like he's not necessarily just out here just rapping his yeah, ass off. No balls. Yeah, no, and really not a lot of balls, but a lot of style. And, and and I don't mean style in terms of flow, which he has that, but style in which the way that it sounds coming out. Like he's got a pretty unique sound that you can argue has been mimicked a lot over the last couple of years. Um, I knew he came with a lot of energy. Uh, the first album I thought was good. The second one, uh, Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight, uh, was as slow as that title suggests. <laughs> um, I didn't really feel that. So I had about a medium expectation. Okay. Um, I will say when I listened to it, though. Right. I'm, hey, I'm fucking with this. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, I'm it, fucking with it. It brings you in. Like you get in the album and it start off with that stargazing and the beach changing. And like you said, it sounds so crisp and you can hear all the noises. And he ain't just boring you to death at all, but right. it, all the styles make sense. I'm going to tell you exactly what this is. What's that? And it's it's titled Astro World, named after Six Flags uh, Amusement Park in Houston that closed a couple of, about 10 years ago, give or take. Mm. What he did with this. Is okay. I, I, you, I know you fuck with amusement parks, yeah, and and roller coasters and shit. So do I. And what makes a dope amusement park is a variety of roller coasters. What makes a dope roller coaster is the, the ups and downs, is the ups and, and downs, the twists, the turns, and you not knowing what's coming next. That I believe he played this. This is a concept album, in my opinion, mm -hmm. and he did that all the way down to not even listing the features. The feature's not even listed. I had no fucking clue who or what was about to jump on the verse or the hook or the ad libs. I didn't know. Yeah, and it surprises you. That, that's what I'm saying, yep. just like a roller coaster does. Yeah. So the unpredictability of this album, I thought, kind of made the experience. And l listen, Stargaze and the beat changes halfway through. Sicko mode is three beats on there. Like, <sighs> like take Sicko mode. Drake comes in leading it in on one beat. That cuts off after two bars. Travis Scott comes in on a whole nother beat. 
Drake and comes back in on a whole nother beat, and I'm like, oh, okay, Drake just mailed this. This, this was a throwaway that he got from the sessions when he was in Memphis with, with homie that did uh, right. the other joint. And I'm like, okay, so he's about to end it. Then Travis Scott comes back on that song. So I'm like, damn. So And then, like you said, with the noises and the – and the shit coming from left to right and the stereo sound and I was like I was like, yo, I was completely immersed in this. It made it seem like for real deal I was on a roller coaster. All the way down to the end, which the very last song is a completely different tempo, the coffee bean, from the whole rest of the it's like the slowest song on there, it's the most mid tempo joint. That's when the roller coaster about to end. And it's coming to a stop and you're about to pull in and hop out. And that made me want to jump out and go right back in line, dude, because you're gonna catch shit that you didn't catch before. I was pleasantly surprised with this album. 100%. I agree with those sentiments. Like you said, it took you somewhere and you get immersed in the album and you're like, damn, what song am I on? Oh, oh shit. Did, did it skip? Did it go to the next song? Because it is so different from song to song, but the transitions are so dope. They on point. Like the transitions were going from just once, like from Sicko World going to the next song. It's just like. Damn, I ain't even know we switched songs right here, but I can tell. But you can tell exactly. It, my, my my nigga Twan, shout out to my guy Twan. He know music production probably better than anybody that I know, and he texts me about three or four songs in and was like, "Dog, the progressions on this song on this album so far are amazing." And I, when you're hitting me that with that random ass text, I said, "Ah, oh, this shit finna be lit." Yeah, and that's exactly what I got. Uh, you remember so. Our Astro World was Opryland. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they remade? It, it was one of the last rides before they closed that shit down. The Cannonball, Chaos. Oh, it was Chaos. When they redid Chaos, and that motherfucker, the first time I remember, like it was yesterday, got on that bitch and it went through the tunnel and it was dark. I mean, it went through like the little room and it was dark and goddamn, and the skeletons and shit jumping out and neon <laughs> green <laughs> lights and. That's what this album was, dude. You did not know what was coming next. And I'm surprised more people don't do the no feature thing because that it's catch on now. That shit was hard though. Yeah. Like I, I I thought that shit was dope, dude. Travis like, a trendsetter and I think it's gonna catch on now since he's doing stuff uh well doing it on this album, it's definitely gonna catch on. What's your highlights on him? Man, sicko mode for sure. Six got R.I.P. screw. That's bad. Love that. That's bad. And the, the the weekend. He he. Hey. I mean, what is it? Yeah. He fucking listen came through and murdered. The weekend and Ty Dolla Sign are battling for the for the dopest R and B future. They they neck and neck. Wait, is it the dream or the weekend? No weekend. I was weekend. Yeah, he on two man. songs on here. Jeez, the song that he on is what? Wake up. Uh, wake up and skeletons. Those yeah. two of my favorites too. And uh, five percent tennis banging. Yeah. Oh man, this this is just a great album. I was sleeping on Travis Scott. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I, my highlights: the production and the arrangements, um, the secret features. I, I love that. Like Stevie, I heard when I heard the harmonica, I immediately thought, "Damn, this sounds like Stevie Wonder on Drake shit." You know what I'm saying? And then I went and finally I looked up the credits and it was like, "Oh shit, that was Stevie Wonder." Tough. And that shit fit too. <laughs> that shit yes. sounds amazing. amazing. <laughs> Dude. You got the subliminals out there. The Kanye stop trying to be God. That's the whole a song too. To That's the yay. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Tough. Um, I will say this. Now, the three six mafia. Uh, the no bystanders, which for our two thousand babies, was a flip on tear the club up. I bet you DJ Paul ain't mad about this one. Nah, yeah, nah, hell no. Nah. Streams gonna be crazy. Check cleared. Uh, that beat they flipped the hook. I thought that shit was hard. The beat is incredible, but 
when that motherfucker switched toward the end to the original Tether Club up pianos. Tough. Yeah, that's hard. That's the hard. Nigga, I cried tears of joy, nigga, when I heard that shit. I was a big 3-6 fan back in the day. Is that the transition to talking about shit like that? Well, no. Just, well, yeah, that and like you said at the beginning, the intro, the stargaze, and how it just, it's like a movie, man. It's like, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's like a roller coaster. Like a roller coaster could go through 10 different things, loops, switches to the left, switches to the right, but it doesn't feel out of place. It's all cohesive, and that's kind of what it feels like. Um, yeah, this, this is dope. What, what were some of your lowlights? What didn't work? Man, that's rough to say. Um, what I would like to have had was just one song on here with some bars on there. And they ain't necessarily have to be Travis Scott bars, but if he could have got a feature or somebody mm. that's just like a, a upper echelon rapper yeah. to just like get on here like midway through and just give you some like we were talking about the the roller coaster experience if somebody was just to come out of nowhere and just bar you down on one of these songs and then just be out and you never hear it anymore again yeah, on yeah, this yeah. album I think that would have been dope so I was just missing somebody to just kill something on this CD what about you yeah cause not every not every guest appearance works I think the Frank Ocean appearance on number two you don't like Frank Ocean though I mean he's okay but yeah. I could have done without that it yeah. didn't sound good over that beat <laughs> um, so I ain't need 21 Savage 21, 21. That didn't sound good. That, that didn't sound good over the you beat. Nah. Let's go. Um, and there maybe one or two songs I'm just not keen on. That that, that song with 21, I was, I'm good on that. Um, but, I, man, listen, y'all. He got some bars on the, on the very last song. That's when he's actually rapping in a traditional sense with not just a shitload yeah. of auto-tune and effects on his voice. He's kind of rapping in a traditional sense. But I'll say this, dude. I live by a very, very simple credo. Mm-hmm. When it comes to this music, this movies, and these TV shows, dude, if I don't cry, then oh it ain't God. fire. And yeah. I'm going, I'm stamping this. This Travis Scott Astro World is fire. You're crying. Animal though. Brown is stamping it. <laughs> you got to put it out there, dude. This blew me away. I ain't going to lie. You cry the, when the seasons change, though. I, <laughs> right. I cry when the beat changes, nigga. That's when I cry. Yeah. That shit brought a real nigga to tears, yeah, nigga. This, this album, Two Thumbs Up. Uh, this album's banging, mics, dog. I ain't gonna lie. All of that good shit is dope. It work in the car. It work in the headphones. It work on the Beats pill. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> this shit work everywhere. And you want to listen to the whole thing, though. When you, I agree. When you listen to it again. They tell you, oh, let me go back to this such and such. Nah, I want to start it from. Nah, the road, just let that run. Let's go. That, I, I'm impressed, dude. I ain't gonna lie. And I, I like not having the features, not knowing them, because then I could go back and start. Cause you know Pharrell is on some like Pharrell is on one of these. Sway Lee is on one. Right. I'm like, damn, let me go back and listen to that shit. I like, I missed that. Exactly. My boy Kid Cudi on here humming. Yeah, my God. Yeah, I'm talking about. Um, y'all let us know what y'all think, man. On Deck TV podcast, on Instagram, on Twitter, and of course the Rap Chat on Facebook. Are we gassing this? Is it like, eh, what did you think? Is it better than what we saying? Yep. Give us some feedback on the YG and also on the Travis Scott. Let us know what y'all think about that and put your bid in for that On Decker of the Week. Man, someone in the Rap Chat said, "Make YG great again." That was funny <laughs> and factual. Cause it, man, listen. YG living his best life out here. I'm deleting the sh- I'm slam dunking the delete button on that YG. Yeah, y'all got YG messed up. He living his best life. He ain't, he ain't, what is he ain't got? Well, I don't even know the damn words. And that's supposed to be the song of the summer. Uh, who, who? You talking about? Um, what is it? I ain't got nothing but what for you niggas? Smile, bitch. You talking Smile, about bitch. Yeah, I ain't got nothing. I'm living my best life. Oh, I ain't going back and forth with you yeah, niggas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I ain't going back and forth with you niggas. Yeah, wait on that little Duval album. Not just a song You don't oh, need okay. an album now That's it I'm, I'm happy for the dude Yeah now that's dope though I fuck with him He funny oh, That's hard um, Song break number two man Young Ralph mm. Okay ATL 
Uh, mama told me. Okay. Jug season. That's that's what this is. Yeah, it's jug season. Okay, I haven't heard this. I'll take your word for it. Let's see what uh Mama told Young Ralph, man. Chill. Can't forget what Mama told me. Told me watch out for my closest homies. In the game, balling like the Rosen. In the streets, gotta keep that fire on me. Pray I don't get caught them bad slipping. Pray a bitch never kept me down on my pit. Pray to God he let the money keep on flipping. I just pray that when I pray, I hope he hit me. Moving forward to the bad game, turn around. Head up high, I ain't looking down. Another nigga hang every time you turn around. That's why another nigga dead every time you look around. Black lives matter, yeah, they true. But what you do when your own color hang on you? But what you do when your own partners hang on you? Should you forget us? Should you send them killers through and execute? Devil trying to take over my mind, can't even think. I just took two shots of the say don't need drink. I just bust the back with down and roll me up some thing. Damn, these niggas do whatever for some rain, I jug, man. Can't forget what mama told me. Told me why Can't ever forget what mama told you. Oh, sound like he been listening to some pee. Yeah, you don't know nothing about that, though. You don't know nothing about Charge it to the game. Uh, how you feel about young Ralph mama told me? Young Ralph trying out here, I ain't mad at him. Remember what my mama told me? Jug season three, go pick it up in stores now. I want the world to know that you picked that song. Um, but you picked Young Gravy, though. That beat was hard. No, yeah, DP picked Young nah, Gravy. I'm putting that on you, fam. <laughs> nah. He sent it to you for approval, and you said yes. I like the subject matter of what Young Ralph talking about. I always got to listen to Mon Dukes. Let's go, Young Ralph. But I'm good on the style. <laughs> uh, quote of the day, Slim Thugger, my guy. Let's go. He uh, has some... <laughs> He ruffled a couple of feathers with some comments he had in regards mm. to Sierra and Russell Wilson's oh, relationship. Man. Well, now, we don't normally do the chatty patty shit, but this shit was hilarious. Tough. And we're going to play the clip of Slim Thugger and what he thought about. What, he's going to give the real on what he thinks about Sierra and Russell Wilson. Check it out. The woman who used to talk the future really want to Russell Wilson. <laughs> what? Obviously, Come, that's a good question. Like, I don't believe it. I think Why? it's all financial stability. I don't think that oh, after wow. you, after you, minute, after you like minute. the dude who cool, homeboy just, he super, like, no hate. I bought his shoes the other day for the Sugar Daddy Slim outfit. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I, I have no personal issue with him. Like, or her, you know, I mean, God bless him. He's just a corny dude. Like, wow. ain't nothing wrong with it. He just so, like, Man, you heard Slim Thug's take on Sierra and her intentions with mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, man. Was Slim Thug out of line? <sighs> yes, very much so. And even if he's right, as a real guy, in which I assume Slim Thug is, he, he portrays a good image out here. Yo, come off as no hater. Usually, he usually got some good insight and giving good information to people. But even if you felt this way, this is something you talk about with your homeboys. <laughs> this in the group chat. 
You know what I'm saying? But you won't come out on no show and be like, dude, a lame on, see how she's dating him. Because you can say, oh, I ain't hating all you want to. Right, right, right. But you hating. Yeah. Like, you hating, and and you can't. I don't feel like that it's, it's, it's cool for him to judge and be like, well, she went from future. She was like, he don't know that woman heart. She might have had a real life change of her True. whole change of her direction, and she tweeted him about it. So I, I just think it, 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 I fuck with Slim Thug heavy, but this was hating. You can't. You, this ain't nothing that you say in public, even if it is true. And I don't give a fuck about keeping it real or nothing like that. If you gotta down somebody else, like oh man, he a square and this. Like if you gotta do that to another dude, then it just ain't. It ain't even worth it. Uh, first of all, let me preface this by saying Slim Thug is my guy. In and out the booth, especially out the booth. He's probably one of my top favorite rappers outside of the booth. But he was dead wrong for this. <laughs> this ain't nothing you repeat in He public, was man. dead wrong, man. We know Russell Wilson Square. Oh, relax. You don't know that man. And right? that's your man, too. That's why you're trying to cape for him. <laughs> we know he's a square guy. But like, like he said in the clip. There's nothing wrong with being square and straight laced. It just kind of is what it is. Especially if that's who she fucking with. That's what that, like it's, on like I can't. And speaking on what her intentions are, like listen, now look. If two years from now she divorced that nigga, and hit him for half, then Slim Thug's gonna like a profit. <laughs> but today, he tripping though, man. Like, bro, and just because you fucked with Future, that might have turned her off of niggas like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And and who did she mess with before? She messed with Bow Wow before Future. So now, like, was the Future shit real? Like. I ain't nobody got time to sit and think about shit like that, dude. I don't care enough. Russell Wilson and Bow Wow more like than Future is like her track. I mean, I can see that. She used to talk to Mario Stoudemire too. That nigga weird. Though. He like Russell Wilson and Bow Wow. So, that, so that's my. So that's what I'm saying. So see, you can't just be like blip. Future was a blip. Only t- that might have been the, the rebound dude off of fucking with Bow a nigga like Bow Wow. You like, oh, fuck this. I'm finna go get me a street like nigga. Bow Wow. <laughs> that's me, rough. I'm finna give me a street dude. Fuck Ooh, this. That's so, rough. I, I slim the, the, that's my guy, but he was, he was tripping. Yeah, you can't do that. that and, and the reason being, like, you don't speak ill towards another man out in public. Like, it's funny in the group chat. Yeah, of course. It's funny if you're joking with your homies. It's funny if Russell Wilson right there and you're talking to him. <laughs> Like it's funny then, but I ain't, I'm not going on like Breakfast Club or no like. How did this come up though? Yeah, like you're not even finna ask me about <laughs> Russell Wilson and Sierra. Like what I have it? no comment. That they are they together? They happy? They cool? That's dope. Yeah, that's cool. I don't care beyond that, bro. The, the most egregious shit he said was that he bought Russell Wilson shoes. That's impossible. Yeah, goddamn lot of shoes. Are they Under Armour or Nike? Nike. Ah, them shit's just trash. He was lying. He just trying to save face. Really, <laughs> ain't nobody bought that shit. <laughs> Nobody buying Russell Wilson shoes. That's worse than anything you said in that comment, Slim Thug. <laughs> right. Oh shit. All right, man. That was the biggest thing you lied about. Saying you bought his shoes. That's man, funny. You lying. Um, on Decker of the Week. On Decker of the Week, man. Shout out. We're taking it to Twitter this time. Like Let's I said, go. at On Deck TV Podcast. Follow the kids. Yeah. Um, shout out to at Just Plain Old Don. Plain Old Don. Is it Plain Old Don or is it Just Don? Just plain old Don. Oh, okay, gotcha. Plain Shout out Don. to him, man. Um, he said he's been catching up on the shows and stay dope. Hashtag respect. We appreciate it. 100%. Um, Don is a fellow podcaster himself. Oh. Super shout out to him, man. Hit him up at Just Plain Old Don. Check out the podcast that he got brewing. Speaking of fellow podcasters, shout out the Negro Feel Your podcast based out of Atlanta here. Oh, that's what's up. Pretty dope episode last week. So I liked it. It was Pan- Panola Road stories. Oh, I can so only you, imagine. Yeah, if you're familiar with the East Side, then go check out the uh, 
Their podcast That's dope man um, New music Out right now Of course Travis Scott YG Mac Miller also came out Swimming Did you check it out? I heard one song On a playlist And it was okay I couldn't The mood I was in When I tried to listen to this It didn't work It was some reflective type shit So I wasn't mad at it I, I couldn't get with it I, I ain't gonna I don't listen to Mac Miller though I've never I, I, no I, 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 I'll check his music out Just cause I listen to everything And I'm a beast like that mm. But I, it, I He probably got one or two songs I can name off my head uh, Moneybag Yo Bet On Me I listened to a little bit of that It sounded like everything else That he's came out with Nah it, it didn't even sound On the level of everything else That he's came out with Really? Nah I, I just sound like Another Money Bag Yo project to me no, that, was, that was one and done right there <laughs> uh, Baca Not Nice Four Milli Young Baca mm. That's a uh, nice Drake song. homeboy For those who don't know I ain't got nothing for that Yeah that shit was some slaw like, Caribbean or some shit? I don't fucking know nah, I ain't got nothing for that Yeah it wasn't nothing uh, Iggy Azalea Survived the summer Her EP She's back Iggy Azalea's back Swaggy P hot at her And he said she better than this Oh cause she doing A little twerking and yeah, shit Yeah he said she better than this He gotta let that go And be glad he got out of there early <laughs> Just, Is she better than this I don't know She wasn't doing that at first uh, She done got the surgeries And like you know what I'm saying Like she done went Hollywood On Swaggy mm, P He want that He want that old thing but. No he don't yeah. uh, Le'Veon Bell My side of things You're not listening for Lady. You don't want to hear Pittsburgh steal a running back music? Have he, have he made it to camp yet? Nah, who knows? Hey, listen. He lady, made it to the booth. I, I, listen, this 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 CD not gonna get you paid. <laughs> this not this not it, bro. Like putting this rap album out not gonna get you that money you looking for, bro. I promise you that. He's <laughs> telling his side of things, man. People might want to hear that. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Nicki Minaj was supposed to come out this Friday. It got pushed back one more week. I know you're sad about that. I didn't even. I didn't, had no idea. It was supposed to come out or it got pushed back. <laughs> shout, shout out the barbs out there, though. What you got on deck for the weekend? Slow motion videos. I'm still trying to wrap up stuff with this house, man. So I'm going to get that done. That little shit taken care of, man. God damn, you been buying a house for three weeks. Got to buy big shit, man. It takes a long time when you buy big shit, man. <laughs> I just dropped the duffel bag off. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. That shit taken care of. It's a great world you live in. I ain't there yet. <laughs> Oh uh, shit I'm in the movies this weekend At some point in time I'm bullshitting I gotta hurry up For my movie pass expires That shit, finna be, that shit might melt When you try to use it This weekend Man they might, the police Might be up there When I pull up After trying to use that shit Take me to jail For fraud For using movie pass Yeah man So I should have A nice little review Of that Um, What's the joint That we was talking about I just lost the goddamn uh, Equalizer the Nah the other one The independent looking joint Oh uh, Blind spotting There we go Blind spotting I'm gonna have a review Of that next week Let y'all know If y'all need to waste Y'all hey, money man, or not come out this weekend You sure you gonna be able To make it to the movies The pre-sale is Friday I ain't get that shit The, the, the shit come out to Next Tuesday For regular motherfuckers Like me What? The pre-sale is Friday I didn't got me fucked Did up. you pre-sale? No Well then you're not Getting it Friday then I'm walking in there Getting mine Friday Security I know, I know Colin and Kaepernick Security Let's get Cap on the phone <laughs> Shit Give me my cop Man I'm also I'm thinking I might hit this Beat battle up on Wednesday too It's a Who beat battle it? At Wish Who gonna be there? Um, I think like Sunny Digital is like uh-huh. Like a judge and it's killing because it's 808. It's August the 8th, so it's 808. That's kind of how they plan off that. Oh. And it's a, it's a little beat battle, man. So I might fuck with that, man. Just something to do midweek in the A. Hmm, interesting. Um, other than that, please do us a favor. Go to iTunes. We're on, we're creeping up at a hundo. 
If you haven't done so already, go to iTunes, leave a nice little comment, leave a couple of words, hit that five stars one time for your boy, yep. and uh, that's going to help us move up this iTunes ladder, get some eyes on our shit. Yep, rate, subscribe, like, also engage on social media, put oh, your yeah. bid in, and we will see you guys next week. Holla. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>